on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on season two, episode 23, the one with the chicken pox. Uh, we're your gal pals, Katie and Chloe, just breaking down this episode. How are you? Oh my god, I am so good. This was such a great episode. It really was. So I forgot how well I knew this episode, and I was like, whew, I know every joke, I know every line, like... I'm so excited for this. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It's a it's a really good one. I was scared going to look at it to see which one it was. I was like, is it the one where they break up? Because I'm not ready yet, but it's next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, mm. we still we still got one more happy week of mm-hmm. Richard and Monica. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank God. But, but then that's it. You know, everybody get ready. <laughs> How has your week been, Katie? Um, It's been a week... Um, Friday the 13th really got me, uh, got me really good. I was driving and I was on the 405 going like, I don't know, 70 miles an hour, 75 behind this. There was a car in front of me and then a truck and the truck had a lot of wood in it and a massive piece of wood fell out and the other car swerved and then it dropped in front of me and I couldn't swerve because I had people on both sides of me. And I had to run over it, but I have a Mini Cooper, so I have run flat tires. Uh So it happened, and I yelled, fuck! And, like, the light didn't go off, the tire thing didn't go off, so I was like, hmm, okay, well, maybe it was fine. When the wood fell, I saw the largest nail that I've ever seen in my life. It was at least six inches long. Like, I have never seen something so big nail-wise. And I was just, <laughs> I know, I was like, wait, this is going to sound like a dick joke. Um, so I'm just on my merry way, and then it said that the tire was losing. It was like, your tire, and I was You're like, You're going down! Fuck! Mayday, mayday! And then I was like, well, I have run flats, like maybe I can just put some air in it, and it'll be fine. So I pulled over, I put some air in it, and then I, I pulled off, and when I pulled off my back one said Mm -hmm. that its pressure was low like yikes so I decided um to go to my sister's still for some reason even though my tires were vacating their air and then when I got halfway to my sister's it said that all of the tires were low and I was like oh my god okay running on just like And I was thinking, like, is it just the sensor at this point? Like, did I just run over it so intensely that the sensor went off? But then I was also thinking, like, I run over, like, speed bumps and stuff, and that never happened, so I don't know. So I got to my sister's house, and I was talking to her about it, and I was like, I feel like I just need to go and take it in. But at this point, it was, like, 6 o'clock on a Friday, so everything was closed, but I knew that Mini Cooper was open until 7 o'clock. Like, actually, I think this happened at, like, 5.15, about. And I knew that they um, were open until later. So I decided that since I had um, run flat, or run flat something like that tires I decided to just try to get to the Mini Cooper dealership yeah uh about halfway there 
I just knew I couldn't drive anymore. It was like metal on pavement. And I was like, I think the tire, like the actual tire part of it is like gone. I think it just left. So I was um, getting on to the, I was getting onto a different freeway and I felt it happen. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to get towed the rest of the way. So I pull off on the side of the freeway and you know, the side of the freeway, it's like really skinny. Like there's not that much room, yeah. honestly. Oh, it's terrifying. If and I pulled over there. as much as I could, but even though I was pulled over as far as I could, cars coming past because it's the freeway, my car's just like rocking in the wind and I feel like I'm dying, but oh, whatever. God. So I call AAA and I'm like, hey, sweeties, I'm absolutely stuck. Um, please come get me. And they all asked me all these questions and stuff and I got them all their answers and I could tell that they thought I was going in the other direction, even though I was so specifically telling them what direction I was heading in. And the tow truck guy calls me. He's like, I don't see you. And I was like, "Are you, where are you? And he was on the other side. He was literally coming from the opposite direction. Oh, so no. he came and he got me. Uh, it needed to be a flatbed one because both of my tires were completely popped, like fucking, and I, I couldn't even get out to see them because the cars were going by so fast that like I couldn't get out of my car. So he helped me get out of my car, put it on the thing. We went to Mini Cooper. Um, it was funny because when I was in his tow truck, his daughter called him to like talk about something and he was like, I'm in the middle of a tow. I can't talk. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, but I need this couch and I need this recliner. So I need to know if you're down and like all this shit. And it was so funny. And then I got to Mini Cooper and they were all like, damn, what happened? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know, but it's bad. Guys, help. And oh, it was God. just two tires. So I had those replaced. I needed new brake pads and I got in alignment. So... It was a long day, but we made it through. Um, But other than that, I mean, my weekend was pretty good. It was my friend's birthday. We went out. We celebrated. Uh, I did uh, karaoke last night. That was really fun. So, you know, I had a great weekend despite the tires. love karaoke. What is your go-to karaoke song? Okay, so here's the thing. Karaoke makes me really nervous and it makes me sweat a lot. And I just feel like everybody hates when I'm up there. So (laughs) I don't do it a lot. Um, But last night I did Kiss from a Rose and I think it was just like one of the best choices. Me and my friend Kirsten uh, took that on together. It's better when you have two so that you can't only hear the sound of your voice. Oh, no, I disagree. I need the whole moment. Give me the stage, baby. You need the whole kitten and go. I go Gaga. I mm-hmm. do Gwen Stefani. I do okay. a lot of, uh, like, underneath it all. That's one of my go-tos. Yep, that's a good one. I do uh, Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Mm, um, love it. Just any kind. I rocked. Oh my god, okay, so my friend had a bachelorette party last okay. year, and we we went out, we did some karaoke, and I was a little bit drunk, and I did You and I, uh, the Lady Gaga song. Uh, didn't realize that was like a six minute song, uh, but there's like a, an awkward bridge right in the middle. Yep, there is. That's just like a guitar solo or something, and I didn't know what to do, and I was kind of feeling my margaritas and I wanted wanted to say give it up for the bride Victoria 
And instead I went, give it up for my bride. And people <laughs> people thought that we were getting married for the rest of the night. Oh my god. I was like, give it up for my bride. That's her love of my life right there. And you know what? Oh she god. was my bride. I was her bridesmaid and she was my bride. Exactly. Exactly. So. I don't I don't I don't see the issue in that. It could have been worse, man. I was I was I was prepared for worse, so yeah, that that one's that one's okay. <laughs> yeah, that one we can let that one slide. <laughs> but now I know to not do you and I because it's six minutes long. Because I was thinking about doing a Lady Gaga song, but I didn't know which one because somebody did Alejandra, and I was like, that was a pretty good one. That's, That's a, a good. Any early like Gaga song because it's mm-hmm. such a like party starter. I feel True. like and because people know it so well, so they like yeah. to listen to it. Like I feel See, like you have to choose a song that even if people don't like listening to you, they still like the song. And that's how I felt, and I got nervous that "Kiss from a Rose" was not going to be good because it's slow. Mm-hmm. But then um, the karaoke guy that was like. Uh, hosting it he was like no people love it it's a good oh, one yeah. and I That's was like oh song. okay great I'll absolutely still do it um I didn't realize that I had been singing the 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 entire song wrong what did you think it was um I thought that it was if I could uh kiss from a rose on a grave but it's gray I thought it was grave or, or I thought it was gray and it is grave, but I'm pretty... I a kiss from a rose on, on the grave. grave. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Let me Google really <laughs> fast, but I'm pretty sure While you're that... doing that, I have to say, yeah. this reminds me, and I don't think you're going to get this reference because I don't know if you've seen, seen Community, but maybe the listeners had, but there's a scene where Dean Pelton and Joel McHale sing kiss from a rose uh for mm. karaoke and uh that's what this makes me think of and they okay, had their karaoke so, moment you had yours yeah it so, is and now that yeah it's gray and baby i i compare you to a kiss from a rose on the gray what the fuck does that mean i will tell you that i don't know <laughs> 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 yeah i, I don't, don't know. know yeah it's definitely the gray and i was like oh okay that's not what i thought Believe i thought it, it was not. grave no idea what that means i also thought it was grave and i thought that's dark but yeah i, I thought wow mm-hmm. you lay yeah. roses on a grave you know right it just I made sense i'm right there with you babe <laughs> i am right there with you so yeah i learned that the that i did not know the actual lyrics and that i needed to because there's also something that's embarrassing to me about when you're doing karaoke and you have to look at the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I'm like, I should know this by heart. Even I should though, know like, every single word. That's like the point of karaoke, though. I know! Like, the word scroll. It's not memorize night. I know, but I'm like, night. I need to be the pop star in here and I need <laughs> to not look at my notes at all. I'm not cheating. And that's how I felt. I was like, oh my God, I need to just secretly keep looking over. Because I was performing, you know, like we were, yeah. we, we took both sides. There were a lot of crosses. There were, it was, it was great. It was oh truly God. a performance. I have always wanted to do a karaoke, karaoke number karaoke. With, <laughs> with someone and have like a full fledged, like choreographed dance. Like It was basically it, like, that minus prepare. the dance. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. 
That's I loved it. Amazing. Woo. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. my boyfriend and I love karaoke, so we should. We, we should go sometime. Time. Yeah, we definitely, okay. definitely must. Amazing. Yeah, we have to. I literally forgot that we were doing a friend's podcast. <laughs> well, I, I thought to which, myself, like, oh, I guess we should probably start. And then I was like, oh, we're we recording. This start. is a part of it. We're, we're not catching up. Katie. We're, we're already it. recording. Are you, ex- like, over the moon so excited to talk about the chicken pox? I'm more excited to talk about Joey and Chandler's <laughs> job. The... Honestly, the whole chicken pox story, I don't really love. There's the Charlie Sheen does not do it for me in this. Yeah. For some reason. He does not come across as a good actor in this episode. Not at all. And you know what? they don't have chemistry. I also feel the way, the same way about Brad Pitt when he's on. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. It's good, but like, you're acting like you're on a sitcom. It's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, and a lot of people disagree with me. But yeah, that is how I feel about Charlie Sheen on this one, too. I'm like, and I, like, was he famous during the the time of this episode? Because when he entered the screen, there was no, like, whoa! I thought about that because I'm pretty sure Charlie Sheen, like, was a big deal at this yeah. point. Like, and I looked up on IMDb, I looked up the episode, and there was, n- like, nothing about it other than the fact that the uniform that he was wearing was not the rank that he said he was. That was the only thing that IMDb really wanted me to know about this episode. And I was like, this is not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really, like, look up anything about it because I thought, eh, like, Charlie Sheen was a guy, but I hadn't right. heard, uh, to be honest with you, this might shock you guys, you listeners, because I'm 27, so why would I be a big fan of Charlie Sheen? I'm not a fan of Charlie Sheen. Well, I grew up, like, watching Two and a Half Men, and, like, he was in, wasn't he in Scary Movie? Um, I have no idea. When he I tell you I know some... nothing about him other than Two and a Half Men, I know nothing about him. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm, I just, I feel like there should have been either. He was in Major League. Major League, The Arrival, uh, Wall Street, Platoon. Oh, Platoon, that's a big movie. Okay, he was in like war kind of movies and sports movies got no wonder i don't know this dude oh yeah well, he, but was, if he, was he was in, in like, scary movie three yeah okay great that's what i recognize him from the most which is so funny to me but yeah. i feel like either if if you're gonna have a guest appearance and like sure let's say he was in like these war things and that he is a lieutenant and blah blah that makes perfect sense but if you're gonna have this guest star, please have the applause at the beginning so that I can excuse <laughs> his bad acting. Is how I feel. So because I the fact I'm that he just knocked it. on that door and like went inside is under. I'm under the impression that this is gonna be really good. But if we get that like, oh my god, I can't believe you're on Friends clapping at the beginning, yeah. then I know that like, okay, I can excuse this. You're just a celebrity guest, you know. Let's, I totally agree with you. Let's break down this plot point. The, um, the chicken pox plot. Y- yes. So this episode was written by Brown Mandel, directed by Michael Lembeck, of course. Mm-hmm. Daddy Lembeck. Daddy um, Lembeck. <laughs> it aired on May 9th, 1996. Um, finally, 
we get an episode that has a strong A, B, C plot line structure. Like, this is an extremely well-written episode, in my opinion. And this is the first one that we've gotten that was written by Brown Mandel. So shout out to Brown Mandel. This is a great one. Um, Yeah, let's just talk about this whole plot line Okay. Uh, Phoebe is excited for who she calls her submarine guy because mm-hmm. he he's a guy that she basically hooks up with every couple of years once he's done on the submarines and he's on leave and yeah. has like two weeks to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I- or normally I guess he has only a little bit less time, but now he's going to be able to stay for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I do like the way that they introduce this plot point this opening scene in central perk with the muffin thing between Chandler and monica Mm -hmm. but i have some reservations yes so he you know he's eating the muffin everyone is making jokes that he can't respond to because it's such a dry ass muffin i guess that it just clogs his throat i'm like i'm sorry i when i'm at lunch with someone can also somehow have a conversation even though i have food in my mouth like if we didn't talk the entire time that we didn't have food in our mouths like you can just do one of these and cover your mouth and it's like not that big of a deal you know i talk with my mouth open in eating all the time exactly i'm not gonna apologize for that and that was the part of the joke that annoyed me so much he's like "Mm, mm," and it's like bro like you could definitely say a little something right now if you absolutely needed to i will say though the jokes are pretty solid oh yes the bit about this guy goes down for two years at a time yeah it, it is great but they're also so cheap like i don't but i guess that's a sitcom but i just want it i want it to be a little bit better like if you're gonna do it cheap at least have it like when ross in the leather pants and he's like slapping (laughs) himself you know what i mean like that's the shit that i'm down for for it to be like you know cheesy but i don't love the whole like we're gonna make it painful for chandler because we're all saying jokes you know what i mean and this is not the first time that they do it they do it all the time yeah i think they had to I think a part of it is they have to, they, they're so good at making these blowjob jokes that like. Yeah, they are. The, I have noticed like an insurmountable, like <laughs> there's so many blowjob jokes in the first two seasons of this show. They got head on the brain. I did not realize this until we watched it like all the way through like this. Like a couple weeks ago, we had the, uh, how do you expect me to grow if you won't let me blow yep. one. Mm-hmm. And I think them doing this with, like, if Chandler responded, he would probably say something that cannot be aired on network television. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. 100%. Um, But unfortunately, Ben has the chicken pox, who, uh, highly, highly contagious. So now Phoebe is going to get the chicken pox. um, And that's where we're at with the Phoebe Mm storyline. And so (laughs) we have this whole scene of, Rachel and Monica giving her that like makeover where she has like cream all over her face to cover up the little spots. She still looks so beautiful. Yeah, like it's not a problem. Even with the cream. But now we have the moment where Charlie Sheen arrives. So it's storming and raining. We get this kind of like gag where she's like, I'm hideous. Don't look at me. And she like unveils herself and the lightning strikes. Yeah. And the thing that doesn't work (laughs) 
to me about this joke is like, you know how the whole joke is that she unveils herself and the lightning strikes and he screams and it seems like he's screaming at her, but it was just the lightning. Mm-hmm. He's looking like dead at her, like I dead know. into her eyes, into her soul as he's screaming. And I'm just thinking like, if you were startled by the lightning, like wouldn't you have looked outside like the thunder and the lightning? Also, the scream that he let out is so not the scream that you would let out if you were scared by lightning. <laughs> Like they, I don't know they if I would scream that hard if a murderer was loose in my home. Like, well, I mean, we know that you only cry for nine eleven, so I mean, <laughs> you don't have a lot of emotion, so I don't know how much we should, you know, go over that. That's true. Uh, I'm not the best person to judge. But no, that scream, it's 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 as if you saw a loved one dead, and that's just not the way that you would. And it's also so delayed the way that they edited it. It's awful. I don't enjoy the Charlie Sheen moment because he's terrible. There's nothing about him in this episode where I'm like, can't wait to watch this again. I feel like they just really don't have that much chemistry. Like, mm. throughout this plot line, like, a big thing of it is, like, they now they both have chicken pox and they, like, want to scratch, but you can't scratch because that makes things worse. But then they keep doing these weird bits of them like scratching each other but they're like dry humping and it's mm-hmm. like sexual and i feel like if this had been with someone who she had chemistry with that like you would want them to fuck and right. like this would be different like instead i just hate watching this part uh, another thing too is like all of the times that they decide to start like you know just like making out randomly like they've just sat down for dinner and then they just decide to like lean over in their chairs with their necks extended and just like <laughs> over the pasta. And I'm just like, what? And yeah, and then they get up and then they're, you know, oven mitt dry humping. Also, like, they, he has chicken pox now too. They can have sex if they want to. Oh, no, I don't think that that's like, the issue. I know that the issue is that they, like, want to scratch and whatever, yeah. and that's supposed to be the thing. But also, like... They're just sitting there playing, like, Monopoly and shit. And I'm like, you could still do the stuff that you planned, like, that takes place within the walls of this home. You don't have to break out Monopoly yet. (laughs) Also, like, two-man Monopoly? Is that even a thing? Yeah, I used to do it. It's sad. It's sad to come up from a... It's sad. It's sad to come up from a submarine and just have to play Monopoly and have chicken pox. That is true. That is very true. I did think there were some good jokes with the, uh, oh, it's a low-budget puppet show. Oh, like, Ross, you can't see what middle finger I'm holding up or whatever. Like... It honestly all felt very cheap and cheesy to me, but it is what it is. It is, uh... (laughs) It is a little unfortunate that this is, like, the A plot that the episode is named after because... Well, because I enjoy the Chandy and that storyline is so fucking funny to me. Like, that is what I... That's the type of shit I laugh at in Friends. That type of storyline. So let's talk about it because I absolutely agree with you. When I saw this episode, I thought, oh my god, I forgot about this storyline. And it is so funny yeah and i feel like matt leblanc specifically like really shines in this episode 100 so funny mm-hmm. 
Uh, Joey is in between acting jobs, and he's hanging out with Chandler at work, and is magically just able to get an entry-level processing job at Chandler's firm. Another thing that I do wonder, what the fuck is, what does he do, what does Chandler do? He processes numbers, but of what? He's like a data processor, but data for what? That's what, like, I, what are you, what data are you configuring? What, yeah. what needs to be done by Friday? I need more context. I think they, like, purposefully keep it vague because they themselves, like, also don't want to have to explain how the job actually works. Interesting, <laughs> just okay. keep it in the realm of fantasy because, let's be honest, like, as a writer, I know most of my fellow writers are also not uh, mathematician kind of people, and that's mm. what it sounds like his job is, so... I would keep it non-specific so that I don't know what that actually entails. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Also, I think it's really funny that in this scene, Chandler just like starts introducing him to people as if he already works there. Mm-hmm. Like that guy who comes in, he's like, Joey is also a processor. After, like, <laughs> and then like what he says is so like, obviously that guy would not hire him. Based on what Joey says, like, oh, I process stuff. Process I, it all the time. Like, that's not what I would say. I would say, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of new, but I'm really trying to learn everything. I'm like a sponge, so just put me to work. That's yeah. the type of shit that I would say to try to get a job if I didn't know what I was doing. Also, this guy is, like, perfectly nice to Joey, and then the second he leaves the room, Joey starts talking shit on him. Like, yeah, <laughs> mad shit. Jesus. <laughs> but... The best part of this storyline is, of course, the fake character that Joey creates around the office named Joseph. Yes. This whole bit about how he has a fake wife and fake kids. Oh, we're thinking of having a third. You know what? Just We did. just did. It's so funny. And it just, hearing him have all the fake conversations with everybody around the office about it and his boat, how they're going to do it sometime. And like like the woman walks away after saying like we must plan it sometime and then joey looks right at chandler and is like what a phony when like everything that he's saying is literally a fucking lie yep my god also i think this is a really cool way to see the dynamics between joey and chandler outside of just their apartment yeah which i've noticed that sometimes when that does happen chandler is like constantly pissed off by Joey. Like, in this episode, in the London episode, where he gets, like, just, like, ticked off at him for being whimsical and getting in the map. (laughs) the London one, I don't understand why he's so upset with him. But in this one, I do, because this is his fucking livelihood. And Joey's just like, oh, well, turns out it was Chandler. I looked into it a little bit more, and it was you. And he's just out here, like, lying and shit. But also, that wouldn't work. You can't just be like, oh, they did it. And they're going to be like, oh, great, without any actual fact or proven information that it was him, we're just going to yell at him for it. Like, yeah. what? He's pinning gonna... things on Chandler. He has that whole, like, part in the hallway where he and Chandler's boss just, like, read Chandler for filth for no reason. And he's just like, yeah, Chandler, where's the numbers, huh, Chandler? Blah, blah, blah. He's <laughs> like, that was great, huh? And it's <laughs> when... Chandler tries to fire him and he's like I realize that this is a role of a lifetime for you <laughs> but I feel like if like if 
Matt LeBlanc was not so, like, charming and funny in this episode. Like, we would just hate Joey. Like, oh, 100%. I feel like if this was a Ross storyline, we would hate him so hard. But I oh, just can't definitely. hate Joey. No, I no, no. We can't. could never. We could never. I do love how it all culminates in that scene of Chandler trying to fire Joseph. And being like, you know what? I guess I can't fire him because he's not in my department. But I, I'm thinking about sleeping with his wife. You know what? I just did. But also, why would that ruin anything? Because Joey is just so... I mean, that's the joke of it is that Joey's just so wrapped up in this. He is so completely separating himself and this character. Yeah. That he's like, well, whatever happens to the character is not me doing it. <laughs> It's so real to him. And it's so I I that was definitely my favorite part of the entire episode. Yeah, it's so amazing. I cannot believe I forgot about that storyline. I also forget about it as well. It's just the best. Before Agreed. we uh before we move on to the Monica storyline, I did have to ask you something that I forgot to ask you yeah. when we were talking about Phoebe. Have you ever gotten chicken pox? I don't know. I'm assuming, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember it. Honestly, let me text my mom because I really want to know. Did mm-hmm. you Have you ever had it? I had chicken pox when I was three years old. This was before my sister was born. And me and my two older brothers all got it at the same time. Because um, they say, like, you know, if one kid has it, just make them all get it. Um, Is it isn't, isn't there a vaccine for it? There is. So now there is. By the time my sister was born, people were getting, like, the vaccine for it and everything. I looked it up, uh, and the varicella vaccine, which is the chickenpox chicken vaccine, came out in 1995, which is, like, the year that I was born. Because I remember getting the shot and not getting chickenpox. Okay, so, yeah, so you probably never had it. My sister okay. has never had it because she just got the vaccine. Kids don't really get chickenpox anymore, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. If, I mean, unless they don't get the vaccine for it. But it's pretty much widespread. But when I was younger, it had just come out and it wasn't, like, as widespread or, like, popular for people to get it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we lived, <laughs> we live in that, like, weird, like, millennial Gen Z cusp kind of bubble where, like, some people got it when they were really little and some people have probably never had it. And I don't think kids get it, like, pretty much at all anymore, which is insane. Yeah, because I remember that my sister, I remember my sister talking about having it and she has a scar. But I mm-hmm. really don't think that I had it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember having it? I remember just eating a lot of soup and watching a lot of TV with my brothers and it being a cute bonding experience. I was very young. I was like three or four years old. Okay. So I remember tiny little bits of it as much as a three-year-old can. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's just so wild to me that like this is such a like, this is such a time-specific kind of episode because people just don't get it anymore no they don't at least not in the united states yeah but pretty wild to think about i was like oh this is an old show yeah i because i was thinking the same i was like fuck if i had chicken pox now we have to talk about monica and richard their last fun storyline together okay uh and i always think about this storyline for some reason like 
I remembered all of these plots. I remembered mm-hmm. the A plot, the C plot, and the B plot, but I remembered them all separately. I did not remember that they were all in this episode. The same they, episode. Because they, like, don't converge at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the episode where uh, Monica starts to let all of her neuroticisms show to Richard. Uh, he makes the bed, and she... <laughs> waits for him to take a shower and then like completely starts to remake it yeah like, she's very specific about how it's done and i had to say i completely understand monica in yeah this. you have a preference of how you like your shit i mean it would bother me if the flowers on the bed were upside down you know? that would bother me well i don't know if that would bother me but there are certain ways that i have my sheets on because to go to sleep i like move my feet like, I, like, mo- like rub them together in order mm-hmm. to, like, soothe myself or some shit. And it makes little pill, like, things on uh-huh. the sheets. So I don't ever, because if, if the sheets are turned around and the foot part is on the top, then my back is laying on the part that's more picked from all of the foot movement. So I'll turn it around so that it's the foot part. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm looking for when it comes to sheets. I respect that. Yeah, so I, I definitely have my certain ways of doing stuff. But Richard apparently does not. He doesn't no. have a thing. No. My boyfriend doesn't have a thing. My boyfriend <gasps> I, doesn't have a thing. A thing. I always think about that. There's, yeah. There are some line reads in this episode. Like that part where Charlie Sheen is like, you look lovely. Lovely. I think about that all the time for some reason. The way he says it is so weird. Oh my god. I so also, funny. I think about the way Monica goes like, give it to me. Give it to me. When she's asking for the muffin. And I think about my boyfriend doesn't have a thing. I could recite yeah. this whole episode. You could and I love it. Um, so that is the, the main, I guess not even a conflict, but kind of the pseudo conflict between her and Richard in this episode. Now, I wanted to play a little game with you. Oh my God. Okay. It's called Guess That Quirk. Okay. Is it, is it of the friends? So Monica is given a, a myriad of different quirks and neuroticisms throughout this episode. Okay. Um, that she mentions. And I I have a list. We're going to play like kind of a two truths and a lie kind of thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to list two things that they mention she does. And okay. one thing that I have made up. And okay. And we're going to see if you remember uh, what is true included in the episode and what is false. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, so the first one is... Uh, arranges everything on her desk with perpendicular angles. Okay. The second one is separates her t-shirts according to color. And the third is folds her toilet paper into a triangle. The correct one are the first and the last one. The middle one is the one that you made up. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. I'm having the best time of my life. I've been watching so much Game Show Network lately that I feel like I'm on a game show right now, and I love it. (laughs) All right. The uh, next category is... I'm so excited. (laughs) 
I'm so excited because I have no idea how much joy <laughs> this game is giving me. You have no idea. I'm so happy. Um, she sets her alarm one hour before bedtime prep. Are any she, are any of these like a trick? No. Like okay, 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 cool. Um, she sets her clocks six minutes fast in her bedroom, and she folds her tape into a point. What was the first one again? It was uh, sets an alarm an hour before bedtime for prep. That's the fake one. Ding, 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 ding. <sighs> I'm doing really well. Is there another category? <laughs> for this last round. Yeah, I'm really I'm, excited. I am going to be giving you uh, Monica Geller quirks from throughout the entire series of Friends. Did you do a couple of them? I have five things. So there are two lies and three truths. Okay. So here we go. All right. Throughout the series, we learn that Monica Geller, one, categorizes her towels. Okay. Two, reuses her bouquets to make potpourri. Okay. Three, has a drawer specifically for ribbons. Okay. Four, Arranges the fruit in her fridge by size. Okay. And five, vacuums her vacuum. Okay, we have a problem because I only know one of them is for <laughs> sure false. Okay. Give, a, give, me, give them to me again. So she... Oh, and people listening, play along as well. Take your So there's, there's two things that there are not true and lies. four things that are. Yes, so, so three, three true things, two lies. Okay. One, she categorizes her towels. Two, she reuses her bouquets to make potpourri. Three, she has a drawer specifically for ribbons. Four, she arranges the fruit in her fridge by size. Two and four are incorrect. Ding, 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 ding. Yes! She does vacuum her vacuum. She categorizes her towels. She has a ribbon drawer. Now, see, here's where you kind of got me with that. In the episode, or there is an episode where they use her pantyhose and leftover potpourri. Now, that's where I was like, but she does make things for her blah 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 but then I realized it's in a different way so that one was the one that I was kind of confused on because (laughs) I remembered something about flowers and stuff but that's not what was happening I loved that (laughs) that was incredible thank you oh no problem yes and I knew you were gonna do I knew you were gonna do the towels I knew you were going to do the vacuum, and that's what I was ready for. Those were the two that I was like, I definitely know she's going to use this. I do love that episode where she's like, what if the baby got into the ribbon drawer? What would happen to all the ribbons? Oh, my God. I also love the one where they lock the baby out, and Ross has all of the stuff with the eagle and taking the child, and it's just so (laughs) fucking dumb and funny. And that's the one where she's like, pick up the sock, Judy. Pick up the sock. Pick and it's just sock. hilarious. I really <laughs> like that episode. Now, to finish off the Monica and Richard storyline, yes. we have this moment where Richard wakes her up and he's like, Monica, I've thought of a thing. I have to sleep on this side of the bed because I'm from California. And if not, the ocean would be on the wrong side. 
And he's obviously just making it up to make her yep. feel better, you know, yep. which is so sweet. It is really sweet. I did want to mention a pet peeve the lighting. of mine. How bad the lighting is in the, in the bedroom. Uh, no, but continue. I, it was I, awful. It was as if they took two spotlights and they shined <laughs> it on the bed in multiple scenes. Because I'm assuming that they shot all of the bedroom scenes in one like go because they don't shoot it as it is in the episode and the lighting in the bedroom is truly so bad and her bedroom is so ugly (laughs) I'm, i'm like wait a second this is how ugly your bedroom is i just don't approve yeah they i feel like when we see rachel's bedroom throughout this series and when we see monica's bedroom there's really not that much detail that would ever tell you, like, oh, that's obviously where Monica lives. Oh, yeah. that's obviously where Rachel lives. They kind of look like generic, like, hotel-by-the-beach kind of decor, and it's yep. kind of weird. Yeah, 100%. They don't, like, personalize it at all. Yeah. The thing that bothered me was that Monica is sleeping in lipstick and full makeup. Mm -hmm. And I have seen so many shows that do this. Obviously, like, everyone wears a little bit of makeup when you're filming, of course, like, to be on camera. But it always bothers me when there are sleeping scenes and characters are wearing, like, a full face. Yep. It's, that is not how people sleep. It's like when I'm watching the Kardashians and Kris Jenner's like, I'm going to go to bed. And she's just like sitting there in like a full face of makeup. And I'm like, um, I'm not sure that you're actually going to bed. Or like (laughs) when they show her like washing her face and she's just washing her face and leaving all of the eye makeup on. Like (laughs) just wash your fucking face. Have you seen the latest episode of the Kardashians where Kendall tries to cut a cucumber? Yeah. And, oh my god, and she does the little, like, crossover hand thing. Mm-hmm. I was floored. I couldn't... And I love that Chris obviously can see the turmoil that the cucumber is putting her through. So she's like, we'll just have the chef do it. And she's like, no, I got it. And it's like, do you? Do you have it? Because I don't know. Like, you're putting not only your hands at risk, but this poor cucumber at risk. At least show it the decent respect of to cut it properly. It's so funny to see specifically how, like, Kendall and Kylie live because, like, obviously the other Kardashians grew up with some amount of wealth, mm-hmm. but they didn't have, like, private chef wealth until they right. were in, like, their 20s. 20s 30s you know yeah these girls were basically born into like grew up super super young in like ultra private chef party planners for every single event like Mm -hmm. mega wealth and it's crazy to see like the effect that that has on somebody well i think honestly more so at the beginning it was because i just i just spent a lot of time rewatching the entire series for some reason, and it has been mm-hmm. so much fun. Um, and at the beginning, it's Chris making everything. And then the girls turn, I would say, like, I don't know, 13 and 15, and then we have the chef that's come in. So it's like they, I feel like they, when they were smaller, I mean, yeah, they obviously had money, but I think that it wasn't until they were teenagers that it turned into, like, 
we got money money. Yeah, and they never had to, like, learn. And this isn't really their fault. Yeah, no. But they, they never had the opportunity to learn. Like, How to cut a cucumber. Basic skills. Yeah. Which is insane to think about. And makes them a little more interesting, in my opinion. But it's, cr- like, that is just so different from anything I have ever known. <laughs> I just love the confidence that she had. Like, yeah, let me just, let me cut this cucumber. <laughs> like, I cut them all the time at home. And, like, now, like, Kendall, I'm worried. And for your fingers. This was also the same episode where, like, she and Haley Bieber went to go get, like, IV bags filled with, like, water injected into their veins, which is, like, kind of a popular thing to do in Los Angeles. It and really I is, yeah. I don't understand at all. There And each bag of water is supposed to do, like, different things. Like, have diff- I've been on this website for Liquid IV. It's crazy. I just want a regular liquid IV that I pour into my drink that I drink when I'm hungover and I'll call it a day at that. I don't even want to get my blood drawn when I have to. (laughs) You want me to go and get a bag of fucking bright green nutrients injected into me? Like that's just not the type of life that I'd be living out here in L.A. It's also, like, you would rather have someone, like, stick this needle in your arm than just, like, sip on some like Poland spring water like yeah that I could never I don't get it I I I truly don't but we don't live that same life I mean they look a certain way maybe it's the goddamn IV bags I know maybe you know who knows that's true who knows how hot I could be if I did one of those or I guess if we had all a ton of money, money and a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, I would go to bed I mean, looking like I was wearing lipstick. <laughs> at one point, Kylie goes from being Kylie to Kylie 2.0. And it, it, it is, it's in like a change of a season. She has, she gets her lip injections and then all of a sudden she comes back and she just has an entire new face. And it's like, okay, bitch, let's get it. <laughs> and even Scott says to her in the kitchen, he's like, you look 35. And she's like 17. I am really enjoying watching the new Kardashians. So the, am I. It is very show. good. It's yeah. so good. They don't have like the constraints of like cable television anymore. And I, mm-hmm. I never watched like every episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. There was like a couple seasons when I would get into it and then I'd get out of it. And then, like, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you, if you're looking but... for something to binge, it's a lot of fun. And then they also have all of the spinoffs, too, which mm-hmm. I think is where you learn even more about everything. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's very interesting for me to watch. And it's also very comforting because I grew up watching the Kardashians, so there's a little bit mm-hmm. of a nostalgia aspect for me in it as well. I think the most interesting time period was when... Um, they were in the middle of the Chris Humphreys saga. Yes, because... I love the season where they, Did you like, watch the spinoff? I watched that whole one where, like, you're watching her marriage with him, like, unravel in New York. Yeah, And that's where we get the ugly cry meme. It, it's so fascinating. It is. It really is. It's so crazy. And even the episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, when they're just, like, dating and they haven't gotten married yet, is, like... Or it's, like, right when he's, like, about to propose to her. Those are wild, too. That's when we get the one where she loses her earring in the, the and it's, ocean. It's so obvious watching that they don't like each other. 
Yeah. And you sometimes kind of just like when you're in a relationship, you just don't remember like that you don't like it because yeah. you're just like, this is my relationship and I am enjoying this even though you're absolutely not. And like from the outside world, people are like, what? Yeah. I think that that it's so... Like, what's interesting to me about that is that, like, I don't hate either one of them. They're just so obviously, like, mismatched. Like, yeah. he is so obviously just, like, this big, like, Midwestern teenager in, like, a 36-year-old man's body. Like, an yeah. enormous body. And, like, is just so, like, simple. Like, if if it had been up to him, his their wedding probably would have been, like, in a park with, like, a barbecue. I mean, the interesting thing, though, with Kim is that then she married Kanye, and they are very different as well. Well, I mean, we know how that turned out, too. And it is really weird to watch it, knowing what happens now. Mm -hmm. Like, it is very, like, because I'm on the season... Where, like, he just started doing fashion, and they're mm -hmm. doing the fashion shows and shit in my rewatch. But then it's also interesting to see, like, now that we know that, like, he stormed out on her SNL skit and, like, blah, la 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 And it's, he's like, oh, I didn't read it. I didn't scroll up enough in the texts and whatnot. We're yeah. starting to see, like, a little glimpse of the downfall of that relationship. Yeah, I'm not a big... Kanye fan I don't want to I don't want the Kanye stands to come after me I'm not gonna get super into it I'm not I've never really been a fan of his um however this like recent iteration of Kim where she's like studying for the bar and yeah. launching skims and hosting SNL which I thought she did amazing on yep 100% I love her in a way I have yeah. not loved her in the past I've never hated Kim Kardashian but I mm -hmm. really love 41 year old Kim Kardashian she also looks so goddamn good she's peaking she's like she looks so so good it's yeah. crazy how good she looks. This is her and, moment. Because, I, I mean, Chloe has had a lot of work done, and there's a part of us that can tell that she's had work done, and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But whatever Kim is fucking doing, because she's having work done. Keep there's doing. no way she's not, because her face looks completely different than it did at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. But she's doing it right, and no one's dropping names. And I want to know. I want to know. I would kill for a list of everything they've had done. I would kill for someone to buy me all of the stuff that is in my Skims dream cart right now. It's like, mm. it's just sitting in the cart. I have like $200 worth of Skims in there that I is really Is one of them get. the fuzzy pants and shirt? No, one of them is the uh, bodysuit that's going viral on, on TikTok at the moment. Oh, is it a good one? Because I've seen like stuff about it being really good, but then also stuff about it being really bad. I, from what I've seen, it's good. I think the problem is because it's shapewear, people don't understand how that's different from, like, people are wearing it as, like, regular clothes, but shapewear is, like, not regular clothes. Right. So I think some people just don't understand that, and it can be, like, really constricting and, like, the sizes are crazy. But I really want them to do more regular, like, basic, just, like, streetwear kind of things. Yeah, I would um, like to see that, too. Okay. I don't have anything skims, but I'd be down to try. I I always wanted to try, try her tit tape. I have not seen that, but I really should get some. But, like, 
do you know how long it would take for us to tape up our titties? <laughs> and how much tape it would take? We That's would need 17 rolls. That's why I've never done it. I just steer clear of anything backless. Strapless, or backless. Anything that's got a fun back to it. Because mm-hmm, I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I really get it. I get it. I'm in a wedding um, at the end of the year, and I was like looking at the different dresses and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, I like this one. And then I saw like a crisscross back, and I was like, oh, nope, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoops, nope. Oh, speaking of, um, speaking of, you know, outfits, mm-hmm. stuff that you put on your body. We have to talk about the military uniforms. Oh, we definitely do. Which, first off, I have to say, um, we didn't talk about this last scene where they say goodbye to Charlie Sheen. Bye, Ryan. Bye. That he can tell them nothing about <laughs> submarines. That yep. part's really funny. Yeah. Um, two notes. One is, it's crazy to me the kind of different the way that the opinion of like i don't know how to quite say this but okay phoebe is supposed to be like you know free spirit she's the aura girl you know yeah she's the crystal aura reading girl very like whimsical whatever probably like pretty liberal yeah and i feel like if this was made in 2022 Aura Girl would not be with Military Man. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. I never thought about that, but you are right. However, it does make sense that Rachel would have a thing for a Military Man. Or not for the military uniform. She seems like a classic, like, I love a man in uniform kind of girl, you know? Yeah, definitely. I just think that, like, Phoebe would have so many issues Mm-hmm. with a lot of that so yeah you know what you're right that doesn't make a lot of sense i did think he should have been like a a bee handler <laughs> i don't know why keeper? that's what ca- uh, why and why do i call it a bee handler rachel, okay. rachel is still like oh ross can you get a beekeeper costume later <laughs> she's like still into it i'm a oh buzz Get that big stinger out here, boy. (laughs) I would be so happy. (laughs) Ooh, honey, honey. (laughs) So sweet. (laughs) Okay, Phoebe has had like a never ending string of like random guys that she has this like very intense romance with, but then we like never see again like this guy. I I would have killed for one of them to be a beekeeper. I know, but I, I know me too. I kind of respect her for it. She's just out here having all of these really intense random hookups, and I kind of like it for her. I do But I mean, too. then remember when fucking Ross says, like, you've never been in a real relationship, and she makes her start sobbing before she goes on her date with Mike? <laughs> I was just thinking about that because it's kind of true. It totally because is. Because I, you know, I watched this episode with my boyfriend and I was telling him like, yo, if this was me, if I had this intense of a connection with someone where like every time they like, like went on leave, they came to visit me and we just like hooked up for days, like I would not be able to just like let that guy go and like never really think about it again, you know? Yeah. And we never see what the ending of this is either. Like for all we know, she never saw him again after this. They just had like this intense moment of scratching and chicken pox. 
True. And then never again, which is great for her. I don't have the mentality to do that. I would be like, where's And that's what going? I was thinking. I think for me, it's like, I respect it so much because I could never do it. I'd exactly. be in love with every single person that I felt this, like, you know, yeah. this such deep connection with. Because that is true. Like, she just has all these, like, traveling guys that she has such passion for. And then they're just like, I'll see you later. See ya. <laughs> have we, wait, have we met, um... We've met him, right? Has he come and already left? Who? The scientist? David? Yeah. We did meet him. He's currently in Minsk. I was going to say, did we We already did meet David, right? So this is like her we second did. one. Yeah. And then we're going to have Gary a little bit later, who is like, we never also talk about him again after his like arc with Who her. is Gary? Isn't that the guy with, isn't that the cop? Isn't his name Oh, Gary? yes, it is. And another thing, what? Yeah, Phoebe dating a cop? A cop? <laughs> she's she's so, her. like, free-spirited that she needs to date somebody that's, like, completely opposite of her and has completely different beliefs? I guess so. I know. But then in the end, I guess that's why they break this. up. Because of, well, he <laughs> shoots a bird. Shoots a so bird. I feel like it's not the same as, like, we don't believe in the same stuff other than, like, you literally. I don't care. That would bother me. What, sir? <laughs> We are in bed. Put your gun away. What are you doing? Like, I can't wait just to talk about Gary. Pop, pop on this goddamn bird. And then I also really like when she dates the fireman and the other guy the at the same teacher? time. Oh my school God. teacher. There it is. I love that plot line. I can't wait to get to it. Phoebe has, like, out of everyone, <laughs> Phoebe has, like, the most random and like one-off romances but they're always like with the best guys I've like ever seen in my life like they're always like amazing people and it's so funny to me because she's still just like whatever like I'm gonna still do my shit and I love that about her my mom says that I had chicken pox but I think she's wrong (laughs) I do I think that she's thinking that I'm my sister because I remember not having had them ask her if she has receipts i said oh i didn't get the vaccine and not have them she's probably gonna be like why are you asking me then if you remember so greatly <laughs> honestly she's gonna be like what i don't understand but well, then w- no because i was like i remember being really itchy one time but i had pink eye in both my eyes oh god oh, no. it was really rough and i was just like why is this happening mom i don't understand why are my eyes crusting over oh, no. have you ever had pink eye I am trying to remember, and I don't know if I ever have. It's truly crazy. You go to sleep, and then your eyes, like, ooze pus, and then it, like, it it dries, and, like, and then you wake up, and you cannot open your eyes. So then you have to get, you have to get uh, warm washcloths that are wet, and just, like, soak it off of it, and then when you go to like take it off it uh-huh. like has those long stringy things that come ah! out of your eye so in a sense it was like really fun and cool if you like that stuff you but like the nasty. itching was so into i don't know there was something very fun about just like pulling the long thing out of That's my eye so but i was funny. also like nine so i think what nine-year-old katie <laughs> would be into and me now but like a good scab is still tempting to me, you know, oh, like a really good scab. scab. I really want to get at that. So I feel like it's kind of similar. 
Um, but I don't want to have pink eye anytime soon. Don't you get pink eye from, like, getting poop in your eyes? I was going to say, did someone, like, fart on your face? Like, what, how are you getting pink eye in both eyes? I think what I had done was I had, like, rubbed this eye and then, like, rubbed the other eye. So I just oh, moved no. the infection. Because, like, when you're an adult, they're, like, make sure that you keep your eyes separate. Not that they ever join <laughs> together. But you know what I mean. Like, don't be, you know, we blah, 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 blah. separation of eye and eye. <laughs> I, I, Captain. Um, but no, so I think, I honestly think she's wrong. Um, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, should we talk about this last scene with Ross coming into the coffee house dressed up in uniform? And they're supposed to have this like romantic, like officer and a gentleman moment where she, he like carries her off. And yeah. they have, like, the Top Gun music in the background, but then yep. I love what they do with the twist of, like, he's interrupting her at, her like, her closing shift at work. I know. So she has to keep going back for, like, I gotta turn the bathroom light off. I gotta also, turn like, off the cappuccino machine. This My is a, a theme of Ross's. He's constantly interrupting her at work when she's trying to close. Like, the time where she's trying to close and he, like, makes her cry and then they make out in the rain. Like, can't <laughs> Rach just close Central Perk without having the dramas of Ross? Also, he throws her hard onto that couch. Uh, very hard. <laughs> like, and also, oh, he's wearing the exact same thing that Charlie Sheen this was. This is like they... stolen, this is stolen valor. Isn't that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is, that is what, what is going on. And then I love that when Ross is walking away, he's like holding his back. He's like, fuck. I like but if I were Rachel. imagine that... Ryan left one like uh, one of his uniforms at the purple apartment and Ross was just like score perfect the exact same one I just feel like the costume department could have done a little bit better than just putting him in the exact same (laughs) one that Charlie Sheen was wearing at least like do something different with the medals or the buttons or something (laughs) oh nobody will notice you were going to say something about Rachel, and then I totally interrupted you. <laughs> yes, I was. I don't remember what it was, but I do love the way that she says, uh, my purse, my purse, my purse, when uh, <laughs> he's at the very end there. Oh, I remembered what it was. Okay, yes. When he picks her up and she realizes that she has all of these things, I would have figured out a way to, like, sexily tell him mm-hmm. to put me down. If we're role-playing... Let's get, yeah. let's get into the role, Rach. You asked for this. So, you know, be like, well, I just have a few more things to finish up here and then I'll meet you upstairs, sailor. Literally anything yeah. would have worked in the moment other than like, well, the cappuccino machine in my pants. Like, it's so annoying. Like, f- shut up. I will say, like, what did Ross expect, though? Like, interrupting her in the middle of her shit. That is true. That I is see true. I both sides. I thought, yep. this is why I don't role play, because I'm too literal about things. So, like, I could never, I could never get into this. I'd be like, oh, when are you shipping out? What time specifically? Oh, you have to use military time, because that's... <laughs> That's what they would say. Your version of role playing is like Monica's version of a party where there's so many rules and you need to put the cat back on really specifically. 
Yeah, exactly. I I can't do it. I'm so bad at it because I'm oh just like, God. what's my character's motivation here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're, it's kind of a mix of like, also that in Joey, you really getting into character, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. with Joseph uh, for this episode. Ashley copies everything Brittany does. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good, man. It's so hysterical. I loved it. Well, I absolutely adored this episode. Same. Katie, what were your titles? I've got the one with the submarine guy. The one with Joey's new job. The one where Monica's boyfriend doesn't have a thing. And then I have a bonus one. The one with Chandy. Because (laughs) when he said, well, my name's Chandy. I... (laughs) Oh, man, I loved it. It's my character, Chandy. (laughs) Oh, man, it was funny. Oh, my God. I thought that... What are yours? It was so fun to make titles for this episode. Um, I also had the one where Richard doesn't have a thing because... Yep. Every time I see this episode, I'm like, oh, it's the one where Richard doesn't have a thing. Yeah. Um, I also have the one with the stolen valor. (laughs) And, I love that one. <laughs> and I have the one with Joseph, the processing guy. I love the way you worded that one better than the one with Joey's new job. I was also going to say the one with Joey's imaginary family. Um, mm, that, that is a that's a that's a really good one too. Because that bit is so funny to me. I just yeah. thought this episode was like had so many standout moments and had such great plot lines that I was like, these these titles are so fun to do. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. The episode was really fun altogether, and that's great that we had so much fun because next episode is going to be really sad, so fuck. I am so excited, though, because the one with Barry and Mindy's wedding is one it's, of my it's, all-time favorites. It's quite a time. We've got a lot to unpack in that oh episode. I'm so excited. Um, if you guys enjoyed this podcast... Please, please, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Share this podcast with your friends who also love friends who aren't Mm -hmm. listening to us for some reason. You know what's so funny? Yes. When I tell people that I have a friend's podcast, they're like, that's really fun. Like, so what do you guys talk about? And I'm like, friends. (laughs) And they're like, you talk about being friends? And I'm like, no, we're breaking down for, I I'll just always assume that they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I say, no, it's a Friends podcast where we break down episodes of Friends. So I, I have the, the jargon down now. You know what? Maybe that's where I'm going wrong because sometimes people do the same for me and I just go, oh, it's a podcast about Friends. And yeah. they look at and me they're strange like, and I don't elaborate. Yes! <laughs> the, they, the look that I get when I'm like, it's about Friends. They're like... <laughs> That's the worst podcast I've ever heard of. I just talk shit about all my friends. <laughs> oh my it's a god! Show where I just gossip about all the people in my life. <laughs> Secrets oh, will be spilled. Bonds will be broken. Friendships Every... will be torn apart. <laughs> Every bridge burned. <laughs> Every beef. Beefened. <laughs> they will not be squashed. Every beef marinated. <laughs> oh my god. Where can everyone we have fun find here. you? We do. 
you can find me uh, everywhere at Little Baby Kates. I also have another podcast called See You Next Tuesday, where I talk about sex. And this episode that is out this week is really, really fun. Uh, it's with my uh, friend Garbage Girl. Her real name is Natalie, but she named herself Garbage Girl. And it's a really good time. I love that. <laughs> so come on and uh, listen to that. I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Kates, where I upload my episodes early. Amazing. Yeah. Where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at cuckoo for Clo-Clo Puffs and on TikTok where I make fun comedy and commentary it's a, videos. It's a really good time over there, though. <laughs> there was one, the ones that you've been making with, like, just your face in the background with all of the text over them have been so entertaining to me. <laughs> like, they're just so good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm I trying, love them. I'm trying new styles. You guys can uh, You had another one recently that just went hella viral, right? I forget and I you did because I, I looked at it like two days ago because I saw it and I saw how many likes it got and I was like this makes fucking sense oh. this is definitely viral <laughs> I did I it might be the one I made where I said um ladies start planning for your wedding early like no it wasn't that one but it what I did see that one and I loved it but it was another one that went viral so you got to go back and look all right, I'll check it out. I'll check. I'll yeah. review my. <laughs> my you videos. review yours. Everybody, go review hers, <laughs> and I will also be watching. So we're all gonna be watching her TikToks. Perfect. Love it. Amazing. And Love. Uh, I cannot wait to see you next time when we will uh, have to mourn the loss of an amazing relationship on this show. I'm not ready, oh, but okay, God. I guess I'll see you then. Guys, get some rest, drink some water, make yourself uh, happy because the next episode is going <laughs> to just going to wreck your world, okay? <laughs> so enjoy your happiness now, all right? Enjoy Watch your out. week, enjoy all right? Enjoy your week and we'll see you back here on Wednesday to destroy your life. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>